Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. So who is singing that song in your mind? Is it, is it a, a song between two lovers? It could be on one level. It could be your dream that is singing to you. Get here. Get here to me. Have you thought about that? That your dream wants you as much as you want your dream? That there's that tension? Like the tension between lovers who are separated? That it's calling you. It has to have you. Does that make it easier for you to do what you need to do to move toward your dream? Or maybe it's your spirit. Your spirit who is saying, come to me. Stop looking around at all this stuff on the outside. Come to me. I need you to be here with me. You need to be here with me. Maybe that's what it is. I think it's all of those. And what we have to recognize is that in moving toward, whatever that is that we are moving toward, what is really going on is the making of a soul. Our souls don't come fully assembled. Our souls are growing. We are unfolding all the time and discovering who we are. In this season of growth and transition, growth is the why. We are here to grow, to unfold. And transition is the how. We have to make a crossing from where we are now into what we can be. Some of these, sometimes when we make a crossing, we're on a mission. You know, like Frodo, it's like, take this ring and dump it in that mountain till it's melted. That's a clear mission. The how is not so clear, but that's what you're supposed to do. Other times, it's like Harry Potter, and it's like, get yourself to that wizarding school and find out who you are. You're not this weird kid that everybody makes fun of. You're a wizard. You're filled with power. And that's not so clear because that mission is all about discovery. And I think that's more akin to what we're here to be doing. We're here to discover the power that is within us. Jeff and I were just up visiting our daughter, Emma, and her husband, TJ, and they have this little baby who is now six weeks old. And, wow, he can do things. He can smile sometimes. And sometimes it's not even about the what's going to come out in a minute. <laughs> sometimes it's an actual smile. He liked something. You know, there's, he's discovering powers, but he doesn't have too many yet. But we know he will. And more importantly, his parents are discovering powers in them. Emma has been on maternity leave. It's just ending now, but her husband said to her, well, he likes you better. <laughs> and she said, well, I spend all day with him. <laughs> you know? And I also have the food supply. <laughs> you know? So, of course, 
But, but what she's doing is she's attending to him. She is noticing, oh, this little grunt means this, or, or that little wiggle means that. She's paying such close attention. And she is embodying the mother energy, which is there for all of us. The great mother is there always paying attention to us, to every little move that we're making, and wanting to give us what we need. The mother is the energy that cares about our needs. We are not just floating along with nobody caring, even though we all have the ability to get into that place where we think nobody cares. No, we've done it. We've all done it. We don't have to raise hands because we know we've all done it. But that isn't our truth. Our truth is that we are precious. And, and this mother is there for us. When I was recording the video earlier this week, I was, I was out in Shevlin Park, and the, and the green was everywhere. I just love green and that, that color of growth. And we're here for growth, to discover who we are. And the thought popped into my mind, green Tara, who is, Tara is the Buddhist version of the great mother, the compassionate one. And I discovered that Tara means star. So the kind of protection that she's offering is a guiding star. So as we make the spiritual crossing, that mother energy is there guiding us, paying attention to who we can be and how we can move. As a spiritual community, some of you are new here today, so you may not be aware of this, but we have the opportunity to move to a new home that is closer in and gives us more room, even though this is such a lovely place. And there are, there are parts of us that are like, we're heading this way, but but we like the Grange, and, and, and there's the sunlight coming in, and there's the quilts, and there's the this and the that, and we don't want to leave it. But, but our growth demands something more. And so we are moving in a new direction, and yet we have to move in that place of uncertainty because we don't know for sure that we're going to get that place. We are waiting to find out, well, we're waiting on the county. If the county approves the Montessori school, which is the other tenant, then we move. And if they don't approve it, then we don't. And so we don't know, but we're not going to sit and wait until the county finally makes the approval to say, oh, well, I guess we're going to move. Like, next week, maybe we should think about it. So instead, we're thinking about it now, we're making plans now, we're moving forward in faith as if it's going to happen, because we know that if we move in this direction, if it's not this, it's something else. It's something better. But we don't get a guarantee, and that, isn't that true in life? Whatever it is in your personal life that you're moving toward, you don't know for sure what that will look like. I've told this story before, but again, some of you weren't here. When 
when I stepped into ministry, I, you know, it's kind of like, oh, we're going on a boat ride. This is going to be great. You know, and at first it was great. And then it wasn't. And, and then, then I had this idea about, oh, I'll start this, I'll start this little church in the corner of the office, you know, over here. We had this big room that I could use, and, and I tell my partner, isn't this a great idea? And she realizes, well, if this is successful, then this will take away from this business that we're trying to build together. This is not a great idea. And she is not calm about saying that. In fact, she blows up. Our partnership explodes. I suddenly need a new office. You know, this isn't what I was planning. It didn't get me into ministry. It, I just had to walk away from it for a while, like for a few years. And then this opportunity came along when Terry offered this to me. But I couldn't have foreseen any of that. All I knew was that there was something inside of me that was saying, this is who you are, do it. And so I took steps in that direction. We have to just get on the boat and go. We don't necessarily know where it will take us. I see Joy sitting back there. Joy just came back from doing this training in energy work. And, and she doesn't have a guarantee of how this will turn out. Joy is like the poster child for, for just walking forward in faith. She did her joy ride from Minnesota all across the country, discovering who she was and what she wanted and ending up here closer to her kids. But no guarantees. We have this family of five who sold their place in, in Walnut Creek, and they've been traveling all over the country. And we might get them. We might get them here. I don't know. <laughs> They're sitting here today at least. Yeah. We... <clears throat> yeah, no pressure at all. But, but the point is, sometimes you just take these leaps of faith. And, and I think one of the issues for me in my life is I have... I have wanted this voice, preferably James Earl Jones's voice, saying, do this, and having it be crystal clear. And, and I actually don't usually get that. Instead, it, and, it, and we have GPSs now, right? So we think we can just put in the address, and boom, it's going to take us right where we need to go. Well... Usually, but not always. And, and sometimes, I know Jeff says, I, I don't know, did I program this for avoiding highways or something? You know, it just, we, we don't always get to predict even that. But in life, it's not as predictable as programming in, I want this, and then no, we're going to go straight there. Instead, what we do is we pay attention to where do we get lit up. Like, this seems like such a great idea. Kevin and Claire were talking last week about when they took their road trip for a couple of months. It was just like, it just seemed like such a good idea. So they decided to do it. But they didn't know where it would lead them. They didn't even know when they woke up that morning what was going to be in front of them. 
They just listened to where were they feeling lit up. And sometimes we're looking for something. We live in a patriarchal society. Many of us grow, grew up with parents who said, uh, fathers who said, do this, and you better have done it, right? But that isn't what life is like. There are no clear do thises. There's a, huh, I really want to do this. But then there's a part of us that's waiting for an outer authority to say, it's okay. If it feels like a good idea, do that. He just steps out. I mean, he's, he's walking through, and he sees him, wait a minute, I'm walking on water. And, of course, he can't because when he thinks about what he's doing, he questions his faith. But when he doesn't question, he can just move forward. We have to know that that impact on us to do something, whatever that might be, that that is spirit within us. The spirit that Jesus represents calling us. The dream is calling us, saying, come on, come to me. You can do this. Sometimes we're on our way, we're in that boat, and we're heading, and then there's no wind. And we say, ah, I'm just not a candidate for wind here. I'm never going to get there. I'm going to be stuck in the middle of the ocean forever until I die. Right? And doesn't it feel like that sometimes? And we think, what do I need to do to get wind? And what I'd like to suggest to you is there are one of two things that might help. One is maybe there's something about sitting in the ocean right now that is an essential ingredient of making of your soul. You know, it's just like in cooking. Sometimes you have to leave something to settle for a while. And you can't rush the process. The soup needs to cook for a while. The bread needs to rise. Maybe you need to sit in the ship and not move for a while. And the other way to think about it is to think that you and your dream are one. And so the perception that you need something from outside of you in order to get you to a dream that is already part of you is an illusion. And as you spend time in communion with your dream, knowing that it is an integral part of you, then the distance is gone. And there is no need for something outside of you. Now, 
in the material world, let's say your dream is a new house, something is going to have to happen in the physical world. You can't sit meditating in your old house and somehow be in a new house. We still are in this dimension. So something will have to happen, but what doesn't have to happen is the struggle. Because you can step into that place of knowing. And that ultimately is the crossing. It's a crossing of dimensions, a crossing of knowing that all that you need is right in here, right in here. And the idea that somehow something could be withheld that was essential to you is just crazy. Emma would never withhold from her baby what is essential to him. She would give it to him just as quickly as she could. And the same is true for each of us. That which is essential to us is there for us now. So we can get busy being thankful. As we go through this summer, we're going to be exploring all different angles on transition and growth. Um, Reverend Robin will be talking next week. She's going to talk about encouragement as a growth, like the fertilizer and how we do that in, in the lives of those we love, maybe even in the lives of those we don't love or don't know yet that we love. I don't know. Who, who knows where she'll go with it? But that's, that's the starting place. That's where she's getting on the ship, and we'll see where that ship leads. I hope that I'll see all of you a lot this summer and that together we can create this wonderful transition in our lives, both as a spiritual community and in our individual lives for our dreams. And I just want to give a shout-out to Elaine, who's standing in the back there, because she is offering a workshop, and she's going to offer two different sections of it so that people who can't do one can do the other. But she has a lot of background with organizations in, tr in handling transition. And so this is an opportunity for you to explore not only what we as a community are going through, but the transitions that you have in your own life that may not be resolved. I mean, starting with birth, that was a pretty big transition, right? You go from your, it's nice and warm in here. Well, never mind, even before that, let's try conception. You go from unlimited to now I'm, where am I? <laughs> you know? and, and it just, that keeps, that theme keeps going. We get moved from one environment to another, and some of those moves were of our own doing, and then we're thinking, why did I do that? And other moves were not of our own doing, and we're feeling like victims because we got dragged into it. And, and anything that's unresolved like that is keeping us from being joyful when somebody says, oh, here comes another change, you know? And if you, don't, if you don't just jump up and get so excited because a change is coming, 
in your life, it might be because somewhere along the line, one of those transitions or more are unresolved. So this workshop is going to be an opportunity to explore some of that, clear that up, so that you really, your ship can move across the sea. Because we are all here to make a crossing. We are all here to cross from thinking that we're not enough to knowing that we are everything. So let's make that crossing together.